Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers Episode 360, Death Wish. Full gotta, circle. But you gotta say it like you gotta, you gotta say it like this. <laughs> Death Wish. I'm surprised it's one of those movies that I'm surprised they didn't say it in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> My God, it's <laughs> you like, must you got, really you must have, have a death, death wish. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's really not truly a death wish. No, like, it's not. He's, he's wishing death upon others. Right. He's right. not. He's not. But wishing he's, it's it for crazy. Himself. It's cr- like what he's doing is so crazy that you must have a death right. wish. To, but, yeah, well, right. Well, you must have a what? Death wish. Oh, there I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah. I come on, I'm off my game. You know, I'm an Get early riser, so this is like way past my bedtime. Yeah, at this point. I woke up about two hours ago, so yeah. I'm good to go. Yeah, I've been record- up since five. So recording this one a little later. <laughs> I saw, so I saw both movies this week. I, 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 I pulled a double. I saw oh, really? back to back on Thursday. Nice. Oof. I was going to, and then I'm like, well, we record late on Sunday, so I'll just see the other one Sunday, so I don't have to, you know. It's yeah. not a bad idea. It's yeah. pretty, pretty good idea. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. But yeah, you picked the well. We'll get into it. So I because I I went to Chicago this you weekend. You did. You're, my you're other a podcast. Country I went to traveler. Chicago too. My wife. Did you? Is it the Fox? Yeah. Oh, how about that? Yeah. I you was like a little razzle dazzle for you. Yeah. I uh my my wife's podcast uh-huh. that I am also on. Uh-huh. I'm the sidekick. <laughs> uh, you're not used to that, are you? That's fine. Right Plus on. work for me. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, she. Oh, was, congratulations on your zero with ride. Yes, thank you. So <laughs> she, she's got a podcast about the the Peloton exercise bike that she's a big fan of, and so we she was invited. Not we. She was invited right. to ride in the you store. You were invited by proxy. Yeah, I'm yeah. the sidekick, so I got to hold her coat and do yeah. like the horn sounds. <laughs> I was telling her she's like everybody's going to want to talk to you because you're so funny, and I'm like they're gonna they're not going to give two squirts of piss about me. And she, I'm like it's good. I don't ride the bike, so like I'm funny, but stand over there, fat right, guy. Right, like right, that's. Right. And she's like, oh no no no, that's not what it's going to be. We walked in. Yeah. Very first thing that happened is is guy walks up and he's like, "Oh, I'm such a big fan of the podcast." And I'm like, "Oh, thank you." And he's like, "Can I get a picture?" I'm like, "Absolutely." <laughs> 
Can you take? He, he, he hands you the camera. Throws his arm around my wife, hands me his phone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there it is. You've been cucked by the Peloton yeah. podcast. <laughs> and I, I told her, I was like, nobody's going to want their picture with me. They're all going to want their picture with you, and they're going to hand their phone to me. Right. Very first guy. <laughs> Bam. That Here's my funny. phone. So, I'm like, funny. good job, honey. Well done. Good job. Well done. So, uh, I guess before we dig in, let's go around the table and everyone can say who they are. This is Joe. Kevin. Tom, Jeez, Kevin. <laughs> sorry, it's late in the day. Get off my ass. So uh, there's no Dan, which uh, is either really good or really bad for the next movie. Oh, no. that's true. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one is not the end of the world. This one will be fine. Yeah, the but next the, one. There's there's one movie I'm still thinking about. I'll tell you. That. <laughs> yeah. So um, so anyway, uh, before, speaking of cuck, before yeah, <laughs> before uh, before we dig in, let's some do some shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. It helps us tremendously. We greatly appreciate it. That's why we whore out for it every single week. Got to have uh, it. people who were kind enough to share the show this week: Librarian Cynthia, Linnea Thunsel, uh, Lane Levanway, Troy Anspau. I still feel like I'm saying that wrong, but he <laughs> hasn't corrected me in a I while. Ant's paw. Ant's paw. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brad Hyen. Uh, I know I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> uh, it's Braid Hyen, right? Bra- Braid. Yeah. Bra- Braden. Braden Hyen. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chris Sanders, Griffin Foxsmith, Chris James, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Musings of a Cosplay. Oh, welcome back. Travis Tewitt, Jason Weesey, Tammy Sherman Powers, Chris Magic Man, Julianne Jordan, uh, Brent Smith. I felt like I already said that. No? Okay. Oh, that was Brenton, Brenton maybe. Smith. Yeah. Oh, is that what I did? Oh, no, I okay. Uh, <laughs> did <laughs> he have a monocle on his I profile was in picture? The top hat? I was typing these up very quickly. Uh, Julian. No, I did that you one. Did that Ralph, one right. yeah. Ralph Tribble, Timmy Two Zooms, Jason Herndon, Ding Yon Quo. Apparently, I said her name right, so you I'm did. very yeah, excited was, about yeah, that. She was. Uh, so, uh, so you met the status quo is what you're saying? Hey. <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, there. So that's everybody. Thank you very much. And we uh, we will now dig into Death Wish. Oh, man. So. I've never seen the original. You haven't. I, I hope I've there's seen... no super Charles Bronson fans listening that might be offended by that, but um, it, uh, I, I don't. I mean, it's from '74. I've seen it, but it's. I've seen it, but I but I saw it on VHS. I know. So. I know about it. Like I've. I mean, I've done some research and I've seen some videos about it leading up to this one. Um, Jeff you know, Goldblum, very young Jeff. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum's first acting credit. So like, yeah. and also uh, the. The, the guy who played Freddie Boom Boom Washington on Welcome Back, Cotter. Oh, interesting. But I did listen to, so uh, there's one other podcast out in the world. <laughs> Great. Besides ours. So <laughs> I just, just the, the one other. Yeah, this right. American Life. Yeah. Um, uh, the ID10T podcast with Chris Hardwick. What, so did he change? Yeah, I, I guess he spun off. I guess it's not because, like, you know, someone Isn't bought Nerdist? Nerdist. No, oh. no, he's been going away. So he was at Nerdist. Now he's at Hardwick. And then because someone bought Nerdist, whatever company, I can't remember. But like he's ID 10T. So I don't think Nerdist Isn't owns the, the new podcast. Well, no, they go by ID 10T. Okay. But they they uh, like on the Nerdist website, there's no podcast listed. Like, I think he kept the rights to all his. that. Well, they sold it for I got you. Yeah, I got a while you. ago. Um, but anyway, so he had somebody it, offered us money. I'd sell yeah. this thing in a heartbeat. Goodbye. You guys are on your own. <laughs> oh, we could always start the real R E A L. R E A L. Yeah. Somebody offers me thirty five bucks. I'm like, get <laughs> out of my basement. <laughs> so uh, he I feel had, like we need to have a meeting at thirty five bucks. Yeah, he had. I'd he, give you your six dollars. <laughs> He'd you be, send you on your way. 
<laughs> he uh, he had Eli Roth on, and it was a pretty good interview. And they were talking about Charles Bronson and how it reinvented his career because Charles Bronson was older, and like yeah. he was doing the Liam Neeson type thing he now, was. where it's like all of a sudden you're doing these, you know. So it's like the it's m- weird to look at. Like if you look at Charles Bronson in The Magnificent Seven, like I didn't realize it was him the yeah. first time I saw that. Like yeah. that dude was massive. Like he was a big muscular dude and then like the charles bronson that i knew is this charles bronson yeah. right so when i see him back then i was like wait what happened yeah the what? pictures when i picture him it's the death wish charles yeah. bronson because yeah. i think that's even though he did all these other pictures it's like his claim to fame i mean it was these death wish movies they this were was like his franchise yeah it was i mean his, five yeah. there are five oh death i thought wish. there were three there's i thought there were only like, four there's, there's five of them five. okay i looked it was up. the last one like made for tv i or think something? so yeah that's wild. yeah because like, there was this weird time in like the early 90s where you would get these made for tv movie sequels yeah like there's like four or five dirty dozen movies that were made for tv really? yeah and uh it's hmm. so like revenge of the nerds like revenge of the nerds three yeah is a made for tv movie they, it was like which a, one was that's the, one, is the where, one where he hooks up with the where he rapes the girl. All of them, I think. But I, I mean, think, like as Darth Vader. The fir- that's the first one. Okay. Um. And uh. And then yeah, it's all fun and games, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> like, I don't think that's right. The second one was Nerds in Paradise. And the okay. third one was like I think they go back to school as teachers. I guess or I never saw. And they were trying to set it up one. for a TV show. Uh, and I think there might have been two. Oh, made that's for right. TVs. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Right. Interesting. But, I guess I've only seen the first one. Yeah. But so you would get this back, like, you know, um, you would see this. You would get like sequels, like true sequels, but made for television. And I don't I don't know if Death Wish ever actually went that route or not, but it got really close. I will tell you there are five. I looked it up because I was like, I know I've seen the first one. I'm pretty sure I've seen the second one. And I on the canon documentary, the full tilt boogie. No, Electric Boogaloo, the story of canon films. They talk about three the crackdown whatever number whatever one that is where people are just like this is super racist i said by the end it got (laughs) really racist super racist like at the beginning like it's kind of racist but it's kind of it's like 70s racist yeah and like it's like it's like the kind of racist where at the time they thought they were being cool and progressive and now you look back and you're like whoa that's not not i'm uncomfortable not cool or progressive yeah (laughs) well and like the criminals that he kills, it's like it's, he's killing the colors of Benetton, right? It's yes. like it's like they made sure like there's a white one and a black <laughs> yeah, one, and a, right. yeah, and uh, um, and by the, in the in this one or yeah. In the, yeah, yeah, and then by but by the the last one, it was pretty much he just would walk into a Harlem Globetrotters game and open up fire. Basically, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was oh my god! It, like, <laughs> it was seriously, bad. go watch the. If you've never seen that documentary on Canon, no, I still haven't. It's incredible. Sounds good, but they taught like. They say that by like towards the end of canon, they were just separating their scripts into the two Chucks. So one was going to Chuck Bronson and one was, was going, going to Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. Yeah, and that was wow. it. Like that's all they did. They had the rights to Superman. They had the rights to Spider Man. They had the rights to Masters of the Universe, which got made. Like that Dolph Lundgren, Frank Langella. Yeah, Frank Langella was Skeletor. Uh, <laughs> Masters of the Universe, the fourth Superman movie, is a canon. Produ- it's not a Warner Brothers movie. It's a canon Jeez. movie. And yeah. thank God they never got Spider Man. The last one was theatrically released. Okay, so. and he looks I, old like that yeah. one. He looks well, and then he had a TV show, like a TV, series of TV movies, like after this, where it was like he played like a cop or so. It was like he was like the patriarch of a cop family or something. Like and, uh, uh, what's his name? On like Blue? the Tom Selleck thing, kind of. Yeah, yeah. right, and, right, right. And uh, I think that's what it was about. But they made like three or four of those. Like, that's it was so weird. Yeah. So like that old one. 
It, so they filmed it in New York in the 70s, right? So 74 New, was the first okay, one. Okay, 74. Yeah. New York was a was not the New York that we see now. It was gross. It was a cesspool. It was. And it was dirty and it was grimy. And if you think about the movie set in New York in the early 70s, you're you're talking like about Serpico? Death Wish, Serpico? You're talking about Serpico, you're talking about Dog Day Afternoon, French Connection. French Connection. Like I mean, it like it was a dirty, filthy, crime-ridden city. What was the one with? Was it Nighthawks? I think that Nighthawks was think was like eighty or eighty-one. Okay. But, it, still, but it was still in that. It really New York didn't get really cleaned up until Giuliani, right? Giuliani, like you can like him or hate him, but even people that hate him are like, be like, no, but he <laughs> turned New York around. What about King of New York? I don't think I've ever actually seen that. Oh, you yeah? haven't either. That's yeah. uh, Lawrence Fishburne and uh, Chuck Char- Chuck. Paul's Paz, what's his name? Uh, Paul, you know, Chucky P. <laughs> yeah. Paul Menteri. Paul Menteri. Yeah, yeah, it's Chaz, just hard to say. Chaz, Chaz Paul, Paul Menteri. Yeah. If you'd have given the right name, yeah. the first name right, I would have figured it out. But it was Chuck. So. What was the one with Treat <laughs> Williams? He had one like that. Like he had like a sleazy New York movie too. I couldn't tell you a Treat Williams movie to say. And Christopher life. Walken's in it too, mate. Uh, are you thinking King of Suicide no- Kings? No, I think King, look up King of New York. I think I think it's Lawrence Fishburne. I think Chaz Palminteri. Chaz Palminteri, <laughs> Christopher Walken, or Chaz Palminteri is in the different one. Prince of the City is the Treat Williams movie. Okay, I was ah. thinking, which I think was that a Sidney Lumet movie as well. Oh, really? I think it might have been. I've never even heard of that one. It was Treat like Williams is gonna those... be like yeah, Sidney Lumet. It was right. gonna be like this big, huge kind of like. It was eighty one. It was going to be kind of like a Serpico. It was going to make Treat Williams a star. They wanted Treat Williams to be a star. Bad. They did, yeah. and uh, and it almost it, it's decent, yeah. but it's not like What's they it called? Prince of the City. Okay, and it's like a cop that's like kind of dirty, but not like one of the really dirty ones. And they kind of <laughs> he's semi dirty. They flip him, and then he's got to go undercover. I think it's based oh. on a true story. It's right. kind of like, and it was going to be like the this new Serpico, you know. Man, Supergirl such a great movie. Yeah. So, King of New York is Lawrence Fishburne and uh, Christopher Walken. Okay. So, the Chaz Palminteri one is another. I think New Chaz York. Palminteri is in Suicide Kings. Maybe that's the one I'm with Christopher Walken. Do well. all cops like Sir- Serpico? I don't know because but I mean, man, that he rats out cops and he like does, that does, that he was right to rat out cops. Yeah. Like I'm not, but but cops are they tend to frown upon the ratting out a of Bronx the cops. Tale. Oh, that's Chaz Palminteri. That's, that's one with De Niro. Oh, with Feifel yeah. Moskowitz. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow, was wow. that was that a Feifel Goes West reference? It is was. That that was? Okay. Well, an American Tale was yeah. the. Five Goes West is a sequel. It's a sequel. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. Bronx Tales. Five Goes East. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like I feel like I mean, I love like that era of Pacino is untouchable. Like that dude was cranking out performance after performance. So I think Serpico, Pacino is great until I feel like Godfather Three. Scent of a Woman. Oh, all right. Scent of, you don't like Scent of a no, Woman? No, I like Scent of oh, a Woman. That's, like, that's the turning point. But that's the turning point, oh, right? Totally. Like, gotcha. Scent of a Woman is where Pacino becomes a caricature. He does okay. the and, it, and, it, and that's and all it, it is. And it works in that movie. Yeah, that movie's good. He's, uh-huh. he's no, great it, it works in that movie, yeah. but he never stopped making that movie. Nope, so right? he's like Jeff Bridges. He's like Jeff Bridges <laughs> and True Grit. I just, okay, so just on a side note, so I just watched Iron Man 1 for the first time in a long time. Does he have... He, he does, does not have, have, does not have the Jeff voice. Bridges talks like a completely normal, like just Jeff Bridges every day. Yeah. And it was so weird because I've seen him in true grip mode now for over a decade. Yeah. Is so, that right? That's how old that movie is? Yeah. Pretty yeah, close. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's like I, I watching Iron Man, it was just crazy yeah. that it was just Jeff Bridges just sounding like he used to sound <laughs> yeah. because he's never gone back after true grip. Do you think it's, do you think Bo's really pissed? 
No, I don't think so. Bose is like, man, you got another role. We no. were a fabulous Baker oh, he Boys was just, together. He was just in a Woody like, Allen movie. He's fine. Bo was? Yeah. Oh, right on. Okay. Oh, he, Everybody <laughs> in Hollywood yeah, was in a Woody great. Allen movie. <laughs> of all, like, was it produced by Harvey Weinstein, too? <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Uh, okay, so that original one is super gritty and super not fun. Like it's, oh, really? I mean, I mean, well, I mean, the premise of the whole of that movie is I think he's a doctor as well. He's an architect. Okay. So he go, oh, but uh, but close. I will find. I do find it interesting that they changed the like. They can't put this in New York anymore because New York isn't as bad. New York's not like that, so they have to put it in Chicago, which the makes murder sense. rate is way higher. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's right. See, at first I thought it was New York, and and then I when I found I was in Chicago, I'm like, oh, like it makes more sense. I, yeah, yeah. But it's right. just funny because at first I'm like, I'm like, isn't this in New York? And maybe I just knew the first one right. was. And then when they talked about they're in Chicago, it was like, oh, you yeah. said it in a, okay in a worse Interesting. city. Okay. So like in the original one, his wife and daughter are brutal. I mean, brutally attacked on like, and they don't pull away. No, they, they force you to watch. Oh, it's it like is, that like, house on the hill or whatever. What's it the is one kind you of, don't yeah, like the house yeah. on the hill, and it's yeah. like rapey McGee. Oh. It is like, bad. It's, yeah. So the wife dies. The daughter goes into an ins- she's still like in a coma or something, but right? She, like that no, part. She's, she goes into an insane asylum. That's she, is she like catatonic? Yeah. Is that what it is? Oh, she's this like poor all girl. Like, oh. I was thinking at the end. I'm like, oh my god. You she know, kills herself in the original one. Oh, so that's she, I don't remember. Yeah, it's been like a the long daughter time. kills herself because she can't cope with what has happened. Oh, so yeah. Charles Bronson. So at that, that point's sends like, Bronson over the yeah. Well, I'm just like and Death Wish is like what what movie? Sorry, Death Wish. There you go. Is what the Punisher is based on. Basically, like, the, it is. The, the I mean, they. I mean, because the comic well, books would sense. The comic books would do that, but then like, oh, there's a big hit, right? Let's let's, let's rip it off and make it a comic like book. Frank Castle losing his family. That's right. interesting. Yeah. And it sends I, him over the yeah. edge. Now they've changed it a bunch of times. Where like he was always kind of crazy, right? When it, so like originally he was a Vietnam vet. Now he's from Afghanistan. So that, they've had to update it. But he's Afghani. He's Afghani now. Yeah. But they, but I mean, like they always kind of say he never came back. Right. So like in the original Punisher origin, yeah. he's a Vietnam vet. Yeah. And he's oh, no longer. Oh, the war. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. He's no longer. Well, I was okay. like, he said he's from Afghanistan. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I think you mean he served. He, he served in in Afghanistan. I was trying to figure that out. I'm like, I don't remember that. No, change. no, no. So they, cha- <laughs> they have to update it. So the Taliban then, now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they always kind of say he didn't come back the same guy. Gotcha. So, like, that was just, like, a reason for him to become that. Sure. Okay. But, like, that uh, that original one is so gritty and just, like, bleh, And, like, you're, you, you, you know, it like. It follows a similar trajectory of the Rocky films. Hmm. What do you mean? Like, it starts out as, like, a, like a legit film. Oh. It's oh, so gr- the Godfather It's films, gritty. It's serious. <laughs> and, like. By the end, it's just a cartoon, basically. Now, I now Rocky kind of pulled it back with Rocky Bell, but I'm say, talking up and through Creed. five and Creed, yeah. yeah. But uh, but up through five, it's like by the end, it's just a cartoon. I think four four is the one where it's, it's straight up. Like five is ridiculous. I don't count five. I don't well, five talk is about terrible. Five, but four is a straight up cartoon. Four is a cartoon. Five is yeah. a cartoon. Like so, four is like. Uh, like a Saturday morning cartoon. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and a it, good one. And then, oh, uh, yeah. and then five is like one of those cartoons that was made by a church where they're trying to trick you <laughs> into watching a cartoon. Like, like they're trying to t- trick you into learning about Jesus because it's a cartoon. It's like the Secret of Nim for me. Like I remember watching that initial opening animation. I was like, "Holy crap! This is going to be amazing." Ugh, never mind. <laughs> and then they cheaped out. Is that yeah. Bluth? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 He did the Lord of the Rings stuff, which yeah. is, I mean. 
I like yeah. them better than the movies, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so when I heard the creative team behind this one, and I was like, that makes sense. Like yeah. Eli Roth, who we know from Hostel. You sure can't tell it's Eli Roth right in this movie. You have those no, kills. Yeah. See, I disagree. What? I, I mean, besides the kills. Now, he went, but I... I would have to disagree with your disagreement. I mean, I get that it's not the Green Inferno or whatever, but my point is, though, that like the kills did not have to be... He brought that sensibility yes. to the kills. Each kill, it was fine up until the kill, I would never know it's Eli Roth. Right. Each okay, kill was fair. like, your that's brains fair. are going to explode out of your head. I'm like, <laughs> right. that's Eli Roth. Yeah, the, the brains movie. come out of his head, and I'm like, those look like intestines. <laughs> it, that's was just, fine. it was just, ugh. It was yeah. just, you know, it was, but also, yeah. Joe Carnahan wrote this. Joe yeah. Carnahan, who wrote and directed, I think he directed like Smoke and Aces. Yeah, uh, love that movie. Stretch, like he did, he did a bunch of like Ooh, really cool action flicks. Patrick, yeah, Patrick Wilson, it's yeah. good stuff. This one was devoid of all emotion whatsoever. That, I didn't. You know why? You know about why? This movie because you got Sleepy Sleepwalker. Yeah, he is so sleepy when he acts. I could like, not just, believe. So, do you, does anybody believe that Bruce Willis is a surgeon? No. Like, come Make on. Make him an architect. I would, I would believe the architect, architect. I could maybe. I mean, it was a stretch to believe Charles Bronson was an architect. <laughs> but, like, but like a surgeon? Yeah. It, no. I, I, it's also tough because I see John McClane. Like, that's who I see when I right. see Back Bruce Willis. Back when Bruce Willis had fun in a movie. But it's not just like, that. Like, that's when I see Bruce Willis on screen in a movie like this. Right. You know, like when that. So there's a scene where a, a dad is. They're at a soccer game and the dad's running his mouth. And he's cussing. God, that guy. And I was just like, John McClane would have punched that guy in the dick and put. Yeah. And then, and then well, sure. the well, we have to establish that he's very meek and he's not. Yeah, and, but he's not though. Right. Like even Vincent D'Onofrio is like, you should have seen him when he was a kid. Right. Like he was a scrapper. He was a fighter. So I guess he's pushed that down, and he's not that. He now he's the suburban dad. Well, I think if you're a surgeon, you're not going to go around punching people. Yeah, I, I, that's fair. You kind of need those hands. Just hit him with a. No, yeah. he's. I mean, I mean, they won't, I mean a surgeon won't even change his own tires, or you that's know, true. I should have been a surgeon. <laughs> uh, but that's why they established with the soccer game that he's not a, a fighter. He's a. Right. You know, he's going to back down. Like right. he wants to defend his family, but he won't. Even, he just. But look, you know, you're in trouble with this movie from the opening scene. So it opens with the this cop has got is is shot. Right. right, and it opens with they're in the cop car, and the the you know the the cop is driving a car. His partner has been shot, right, and he's he's got a chest wound, and and there's two major things wrong yes. here. First off, he would have never like, oh, you got shot in the chest. Let me <laughs> let me get you into the car and drive you to the hospital. I like, mean, that, so that I didn't yeah. have a problem with because it depends. Like in Chicago, who knows. No, like I, who knows the time it could have taken from for an ambulance to get there. You don't move somebody with a chest wound. I feel like you, I, maybe you don't move somebody. With I, a chest I could, wound. I could, I could move past that one because okay, he probably can, killed him. Can you move <laughs> you know? past the fact that this guy with a chest wound is still wearing a goddamn bulletproof vest? No, no, I can't. <laughs> that vest should have come off. Or I mean, I'm like they're they're loading him onto the gurney, and I'm yeah. like, get that vest off of him. I'm like that son of a bitch still has his Kevlar yeah. vest on. How did he get a chest wound? There's no, I mean, so like I, little inside baseball. My vest goes like right. I'm pointing to like my not my sternum, but like right above. Is it my, made of real gorilla chest? It is. Yes. Okay. That's why. Uh, and it, there's so like there's 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 a hole. Like there's technically a hole where if I get hit, I'm effed. Right, but like for the most part, I've got it's covered like on my. His ribs. didn't look like it had that. It, it went like all it the way that. up to like his collar. Yeah, line. so like you can. 
the outer shells, which is what he had on, does that. The ve- and there's that, a that's why police are called heroes on the half shell. Heroes in the half shell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so the, wow. the the outer shells do the, like it looks like a shirt is what it looks like, but the vest itself still has like a curve to it. Like your collarbones are exposed, basically. Right. So just to not talk about this movie for a second, so I was watching <laughs> some old Disney videos. Right. The Ninja Turtles used to be at Disney World. I had no idea. I don't remember. I that. guess they around did? the time of the movie, they yeah. did their little turtle concert at Disney. Huh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I watched. I didn't either. And they had they had the actual characters in like the movie suits. Yeah. So um, those I, poor bastards. I just didn't realize that. I mean, I remember that was like FHE that made that movie. I remember the uh, logo. Yeah, you're yeah. right. New Line. You mean the the live action? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was New, New Line, line FHE. FHE. So I don't remember Disney being involved. I guess they licensed that. It was very they, weird. Yeah. Uh, those thing. Those do that creation. Yeah. Was on fire. What like eighty seven? Do you think to, maybe Disney made the costumes? Oh. Uh, I think it was Jim Henson. I th- yeah, that does sound. And they right. didn't own Jim Henson yet. But Jim Henson did have an affiliation with Disney sure. for a long time. Oh, and then I think it was, Jim and that, then they kind of broke apart. Might have been why. And then then they bought them. But okay. but they did because there was a period where they thought they were going to buy Henson. Like everybody just thought it was a foregone conclusion. And then I think I think Henson died, and then it got kind of squirrely. Gotcha. And, yeah, yeah. But, but maybe that's the connection. But I'm like Disney. When I saw the turtles at Disney, I'm like I, I never knew. I I remember they had that concert. Remember there was the turtle. I went I went to that I when it came. It. Yeah. So, but I remember all that. And if you watch the videos on YouTube, they're it awful, is horrific. Oh, it's awful. But, I feel bad for my parents. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and just not like, just because they had me as a son, but because they had to drag. Well, me there's a yeah, lot. Of I reasons. mean, we there's, yeah. yeah. There's there's plenty. Yeah. So I don't know how. Oh, because the half shell thing. Yeah. I'm like Disney and so yeah so the he can't save the cop so bruce willis walks in yeah as the surgeon with his stupid hat that's not big enough for his head well and then they <laughs> also why is bruce willis wearing a hat he doesn't they, have any hair they interrupt him mid-surgery yeah, he's like hey can you finish he's this up for literally me? cutting open a guy's <laughs> chest and they're like hey we need you over here now he's stitching he says can you finish and then this can for you me? finish this <laughs> up like, I, yeah i got a bell. and then he goes to the other thing and he goes yeah he's dead yeah he's dead <laughs> yeah why he's like <laughs> Well, then why did, did you, you really call me? Why did like... you Why did you call me for this? And then he goes to save the shooter's life, and the yeah. guy's like, "Oh, you're gonna save that animal?" And he's just like, "I guess." No, he says, "I hope if I can or yeah. whatever." Like, yeah, he walks in, I mean, that's... I get what they're trying to establish. I mean, he's he doesn't pick sides at this point. I mean, it is his job to save lives. Right? It doesn't matter if they're a good guy, bad guy. He's not judge, jury, and executioner. He's yeah. surgeon. Well, and it's it? not like he he refused to operate on the cops. We could go operate on the criminal. Right. Like he's like, and I get the partner's point though. That's like yeah. he just killed my partner, and you're gonna save you're gonna like save his life. I, I totally get the two sides of it. Right? Yeah, that's fine. And they're also establishing that this guy is just a, a by the books. He's a surgeon. He's a good father and husband um he's not a fighter you know he's just a very subdued suburbicon kind of you know suburban dad yeah uh, we don't you say know yeah i know <laughs> that's what i was like oh. it's weird because they james wan remade this movie uh right after saw it's called death sentence with kevin bacon oh. and it's basically the same movie as death wish interesting um and i remember I'm sorry, do you mean death wish and <laughs> death sentence there you go yeah. there you go but yeah so it, it like and he did it like that's the version of this movie I thought we were gonna get, where like James Wan was not like he was coming off Saw. Do I have to do it with Saw too? Can I just say Saw? No, that would be weird. Okay, perfect. Yeah. This is one syllable. It would <laughs> right, just okay. sound like you were coughing something up. <laughs> saw. <laughs> so like, uh, I do just want to play. Is that? Do you want to play a game? Yeah. 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 I haven't seen. I've seen the first movie. I think one I saw the second. In, I saw the second in theaters. Actually, the third one's not bad. Really, I haven't yeah. seen. Is that 3D? Is Saw 3D? Did they do that? No. No. I don't think they got to 3D until like 
the eighth one. Oh, eight D. Saw eight D. Saw eight. Saw eight D. You they they're, stab you. They're they electrocute you. Blood and stuff <laughs> in your face. It's wonderful. You travel uh, through time. Yeah, it's just all sorts well, of. Yeah, great. So so then we we go and we meet uh, his family. Uh, who yeah. is uh, his daughter? Is nobody I recognize. But his wife is. I like um, the daughter. Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, I like so, yeah, the I daughter like, though. I thought the daughter was really charismatic. Like I really, for just being so a, the entire time, I was like, well, don't get attached to her. Well, right, right. You know, but like, I'm like, <laughs> I, I liked her though. I'm like, for some newcomer, like I've never seen her, but I really, I kind of liked her personality. She was, she was the very only one that was like awake fun on <laughs> <Yeah>. this movie. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was always that. smiling, yeah. and like she seemed like she had such well, a she good wasn't. attitude. She wasn't, she wasn't always. Smiling. I use that as a you know that's hyperbole. <laughs> I believe uh, she got shot in the face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but man, and then that when poor, she was in a coma for <laughs> eighty that, minutes, that poor girl going through all that, and then towards the end, you know, I mean, we'll get there. But I'm just like, oh, this girl is going to have some mental trauma, yeah. like which is poor, what like that's what I expected to happen. Yeah. I didn't expect an exact remake, but I thought like certain beats were going to be followed. Yeah, because that that feeling of hopelessness and like well, I got nothing left. Like that makes that scene sense. at the house was hard to watch. I mean, Which one? The, the first scene, the, yeah, with the girls, with yeah, the women. Yeah. I, it just any time where you get in that situation where you have people that are kind of defenseless or outnumbered like that, right? And, and I mean, they tried to hold their own, but they. Oh yeah, this. Okay, so this was the thing I wanted to bring up. So we eventually we get to the house, and so the so like they go to dinner, yeah. and then the one of the valet steals the guys. Steals the address for the house. So I believe the they're technically called valerinas. I don't think that's true. <laughs> no, at all. I think that they, they work at a valet. They are valerinas. Oh. I'm oh. almost positive. Well, on this. well, if you have almost positive, send it, feel free to send it to Tom <laughs> at Real Spoilers, and we can confirm more tonight. So the deal is, so the MJ guy, uh, Miguel, whatever you know, he's the valet urine, valerina. Sorry, <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he he overhears them, and they say they're going to be going out to dinner on this day at this time. So he. He's thinking, oh, we're going to break into this rich guy's house. No one right. will be home. Well, the problem is, as a doctor, he's on call. He gets in. They weren't supposed to be home. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and so he ends up being called in. The women go out to go get uh, groceries to make him his favorite cake that they were going to have at the restaurant I for dinner. I think it was funny where the guy, like, I have just discovered Postmates, like, yeah. in, my re- in real life. Oh, yeah. So when she said, why couldn't we just Postmate it here? I was like, yeah. Because it's great. It's the greatest app ever invented. Like it, I can order food from anywhere and well, bring you live it to in, my house. You live in the city, which is great. So you have more of those oh, like, yeah. small. Like around me, there's like no post. Like, even even no. like <laughs> I brought up the other day and I was like, do you want Wendy's? And I was like, yeah, they do. Also. Yeah. Yeah, I do. So they end up being at home and this break in happens. There's, are there three three guys yeah i think so okay so and which is uh, just like the, the original like it's, it's okay. three guys that break into the apartment and and it's tough because like the mom is down there and she's trying to make the cake she sees the page keeps flipping so the window's open you know there's bad news the daughter's upstairs to go get her ipad i guess to for just to watch something Isn't or whatever i expect it like they specifically call it an ipad yeah like i just feel i feel like that's a weird thing to say in a movie mm-hmm. you know like that's product placement, and like I instead of tablet, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And might have been a little product. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm sure they were just like, "Can we get anything for this movie?" Like, <laughs> I don't. Know, I think it'd feel weird to be like, "Go get your tablet." <laughs> Go, yeah, iPads definitely like the. I guess that's true. That's the I, most popular. If you have an iPad, you call it an iPad. If you have anything else, you call, call it a tablet. tablet. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, so so it's it's tough because so like she realizes the mom realizes something's up. She's like, "Get down here!" And then you know the guys start uh, you know. Uh, capturing them and everything and it's, it's just really hard to watch and and again the point that i'm getting around to that i wanted to bring up was like what do you do in that situation okay because so these guys are like 
get me into the safe. We're going to take the money. No one's going to get hurt if you play along or whatever. Fine. Right. And so like, I believe that was the plan, but also from their point of view, it's like, who's they from the women's point of view. It's like, they could be saying that you give them what they want and then they kill you. So the, so the thing is, do you cooperate? If they would have cooperated, I completely believe this movie doesn't happen. Like those guys were going to get the stuff and leave. I think, I don't know. Cause you got like, you got two guys that were going to, I know the there's stuff a, and leave, but and you always got the, the one, one, the one, one loose cannon. Right? Sure. Yeah. There's always, but I mean, one. but I really think though that they would have reined him in whatever they had to do. Like they outnumbered him. I just think that they would have left, but the, the women don't know that. And so it's like, they could, I, I think it's safe to say that, that they would that you that you're right that they would have just because we find out later in the movie there's they, they this is a burglar they, there's been ring. a ring yeah there's, there's not been murderers, a murder there's ring and there's been a, a burglary spree right yeah. and no no one not else a murder has, spree yeah exactly died. so but the women don't know that and so it's like do you cooperate and risk them killing you after you give them what they want or do you fight back and hope to run away it's like that's a tough. Question. It's it's fight or flight, and I just think it depends on the person. And I think but also, I feel like they were cooperating until he got all rapey. Yeah, until he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna put my hand in your." Coach. But I'm like, but I'm like that girl. I mean, and I get it again because I see both sides. But I'm like, oh, if she would have just not tried to grab a knife or whatever. I'm like, he I was r- trying to like rape her. Well, he was being. I'm I'm not obviously justifying that, but he was doing that. But like the other guys coming in, there, he's like, stop! Like they're all like, but, but, then, that, but, then but he, he kept amped going. it up. Like the right. guy, the, the guy, guy was told like, him to stop, but he didn't. Yeah. Stop. He was like, just give me like ten minutes. Give us like ten minutes alone. Give us ten minutes yeah. alone. And but the if guy, the main guy came, and I believe he would have just like been yeah, like, dude, just. I don't think you would expect the nineteen-year-old to think it through. Right. On yeah. that it, level. Was, it was. She fought. No, totally. And that's but so it's just tough though. But I know. But what like I don't know if you have any insight to like what you do in this situation. But my point is they ask right because even if they are being rapey, you maybe not would would not die. And so I'm just saying it's a tough situation and it's very uncomfortable as a viewer because you're like they're so defenseless. And I'm like, don't do something. Don't do something. But again, like don't do something and maybe die. So I was torn on what I would do in a similar situation. I mean, obviously, my gut reaction is always fight back. But that I mean. At the risk of being killed, yeah. Maybe you could not fight but, back and live. But, like, that's... but, but or my my wife and children could run away at that point. Oh well, true. If you, you know? were gonna like you know hold them off right. or whatever, yeah, yeah. So it, I don't know. It's but it was a very uncomfortable scene. Like uh, with with the guy being rapey, that was uncomfortable. And then once they start fighting back, it's, it's like it's oh. weird. Like if you think that was uncomfortable, go watch I'm this sure. scene in the original. I don't even want it to, but I'm sure so much worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then they decide. I think. So they, the mask, a mask comes off, and they realize they've seen their face. So it's the same thing. I mean, we just saw away. it in uh, the British, Den- yeah, Den of Thieves. Uh, Do they see their face in that? Yeah, because the guy, one of the guys, I think one of the guys pulls his mask off. I maybe I'm just thinking of the ha- trigger happy guy You're or whatever. Trigger happy guy. But uh, okay, the guy that saw the face was in. Uh, no, it was Den of Thieves because that's why they and like there there is a scene because. Like that's the what, guy has the mask up. I thought yeah, there was. I thought there was, but there, it, so. it happens in a lot of these movies. It's, where yeah, it's the, pretty the common. stupid guy right. always pulls the thing up or and says the, his name. Yeah, and the other guys go, they can see your face, right? And then that complicates it and it loose ends right. and so on and so, so forth. So now this guy's got gal, the the daughter cuts his face and throw and like the mom throws the boiling milk in his face, oh. which again, Eli Roth. I was expecting like some grossness yeah. here. Well, and also we see him later and I'm like, his face isn't jacked up. That's what I was like. He's just got the one make, scar. Like, I thought his, I, I figured... thought we were going to see half his face burnt right. from the, right, because right, right. it's not but that no. much. I mean, I guess it is months later, but skin doesn't heal from burnt like that. Big, bad no, burns. No, that, he, like, it was, it was like scalding milk. Yeah. Like, it'd be that's, scarred. Right. It's going to so, hurt. 
I, so, uh, yeah, the camera pans out to the house, and you just see two shots. Yeah. So they both get shot, and we find out the mom is dead, yeah. and the daughter is in a coma. Is in a coma. So... Oh, and, and, uh, again, and Mike was... Epps delivers the news, and we never see yeah. him again. Well, no, he's like his his buddy surgeon. But we see him two scenes. Right. I got you baseball tickets for your birthday, <laughs> and you can't go in there. That's it. We never see Mike Epps again. Mike I'm like, Epps why again. was Mike Epps in the first, in two scenes? <laughs> it was like Vincent D'Onofrio. Well, yeah. But that he was at least the had a thing. much bigger That's part. But, but Vincent D'Onofrio, who's always good, but Vincent D'Onofrio not in a Vincent D'Onofrio role. Like, they weren't like... We need to cast a Vincent D'Onofrio type. Like, there was no reason to have Vincent D'Onofrio in this Other movie. Other than, like, I guess Eli Roth liked Vincent D'Onofrio, which yeah. is fair. Like, that guy's great. But I'm just like, why was he in this movie? Like, I don't know. He's this, always... feel, if, this feels like the role of the guy who played Vincent D'Onofrio's brother on Criminal Intent. Sure. Like, I mean... pe- people who watch that show will know who I'm okay. talking He was the guy in um, the Belco experiment. He was, like, the boss Oh yeah, that's the, he oh, played okay. Vincent D'Onofrio's okay. brother on. D'Onofrio's dropped some weight though. Right? He has dropped. some I, He's yeah. still a big dude. Think but about uh, Magnificent Seven. He was a big. He was dude. a big he, bear in that, early in that movie. In uh, yeah, in that one, and also in um, uh, what was that Robert Downey Jr. movie where he was a lawyer? Him and Robert Duvall. Uh, the, oh, judge. the judge. Is was that he, that, was he his brother in that? Yeah. He was big. Was he? He was big. Yeah. He looked good in this one, though, because I'm like, wow, he looks Yeah, healthy. he had a little bit of a gut, but yeah. he's like, but he's, he's, he's a, a big he guy. Like a he's in his 50s. Yeah. He's a tall. He's allowed. He's a tall. Yeah. <laughs> Said right. the guy who's almost in his 50s who has a gut. <laughs> he's allowed. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Some uh, people think it's cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I, like, the scene where he walks into um, Elizabeth Shue's body... It was just like you. Did they put that tear on your face? Like, is that a digital tear that they yeah. rolled down? Because you suck. Like <laughs> he was. I... Bruce Willis was so bad in this movie. Oh yeah. yeah, I just. And the thing is, I'm like, okay. So I don't know how Charles Bronson was in the first one, and you can tell me. But I'm like, okay, if you're gonna do this movie and you're gonna Eli Roth the join up when they kill people, I'm like, let's go crazy with it. That like, is exactly what I felt. I, I agree. Like, and I am like, I you, thought this movie was gonna be crazy. crazy. Town. Yeah. And I was like, because it's Eli Roth, right? And I'm and you're like, like, I'm in, man. It's gonna be crazy. That's like, exactly what I thought. This movie yeah. was so subdued, and then okay, gruesome kill, and then so subdued. And, yeah. And it's like, okay, you either go fun. It's like Fast and Furious with Vin Diesel. It's like right. you either go crazy and have a good time with it and just make it insane or you make a more serious movie but right. this movie I felt should have gone the other right. direction. It didn't get crazy enough. It had exactly. it had like that Hollywood sheen on it and yeah. it completely ruined this movie. It, it's a good looking movie. Like, well I mean, I mean like it was it was too clean. Yeah right. but this I mean, if that, I mean it's like Eli I agree. Roth, I was thinking the same thing like they should have like like dirtied up the yeah. film it yeah. should have looked like it filmed was filmed it on film like or something a, or and... put it through a filter so it looked yeah. like film right. give it some graininess to it just like something not have it so colorful everything like it's was just... so perfect and... yeah 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 um, but but i mean again this movie aside i mean obviously it should have been what it intended but again eli roth knows how to direct a movie the yeah. movie looked good it i mean it was polished like it's a he did a good job directing it but it was the wrong choice for this film and yeah. it, by not yeah. being dirty and gritty i agree the two, like lost. i said the two guys that are involved involved in this movie like it should have been like smoke and aces has a similar such a fun but awesome it has a similar look movie like the the way it's shot and like yeah. the way every but like it, what's cool about that movie is like as you get further into the movie like the movie gets dirtier and dirt like the mm. the way it looks gets oh, you cool. know like like if you look at ryan reynolds character he is progressed like when he you first see him in the beginning he's got a suit on and he's you, yeah. know, you know he looks like ryan reynolds by the time you get to the end 
he ba- like his shirt, his jacket's gone. He's covered in dirt and sm- and blood, and his face is all jacked up. And that's kind of the progression of the movie. And I, that's what this movie needed to be. Yeah, is it needed to get worse and worse yeah. as it went on, and it just never it was too did. clean, and it was too yeah too subdued. It was and- like Jack Reacher. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a lot like the second Jack Reacher movie. But in the seventies, movie like this, Dirty Harry. Like these were wish fulfillment movies, right? Or death wish fulfillment movies. What death wish? Oh, thank you. Fulfillment movies. Except for Red Sparrow too. No. Okay. And uh, and and like so, people. It was like there was lots of crime. Yeah. People were sick of it. They all wanted to to believe that if they just had a gun, they could solve it. Mm. Luckily, things are much different now. Are they? No, I was being facetious. I but, don't think they are. But uh, <laughs> that's armed teachers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like, do you remember some of the teachers you had? <laughs> yeah, I don't you know. Them. I'm I mean, afraid they'd shoot me. Yeah, like yeah. I'm like, were you homeschooled? Because like my teachers, like no, no. that's a remarkably bad. <laughs> have you se- have you seen the meme that's like arming teachers and it's like teachers and it shows a pistol and then it's like librarians and it has a silence yeah. around the pistol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's clever. Yeah. Uh, that's clever. Um, Keep it down. But there were there were these movies that were these kind of wish fulfillment, right. you know, like where and. And that, like, that's what this movie needed to be. Yeah. And and I also wonder, is there a dollar figure where Bruce Willis cares? Like, what? No. Like, like, what? What does it take? Like, is it like, oh, this is an eight million dollar movie? Okay, I'll do it, but I'm gonna sleepwalk. Whatever. I'm gonna get twelve. Okay, now I'll care. I don't think so. Like, I feel like the turn for him is is cop out. Yeah. Like cop out. It used to be like sometimes he did, sometimes he didn't. Yeah. And honestly, like on paper. He's a brilliant choice for this movie. Absolutely, it's a great idea. And if he would have plugged in, yep. it would it could have been a game changer. I still agree with all our other c- concerns about this movie, but ultimately, if he had plugged in and yeah. cared, yeah. this it could have been a game this changer. Could've, this could have been movie. his Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, and it could have been. It could have been uh, in the same way. It was a late career renaissance for Charles Bronson or Liam Neeson. It could have been for him. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. It, just, it's just I just. What's the last movie good after... movie he was in? Bruce Willis. Yeah, Looper. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a Looper. Yeah, I think that's probably it. Yeah, oh, that's true. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And he oh, was yeah. good. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. probably it. Uh, and the thing is, is just movie after movie, those red movies, the everything. It's like Bruce that Willis. First red isn't bad, oh. is it? No, you're thinking the second one. That the second one's, one's good, awful, though. but the first is one, the first one bad, isn't great. No, okay. it's not. Yeah, the second one was atrocious, yeah. but the first one was like, oh god. Okay. But he just sleeps through them all. It's just I'm sick of seeing Bruce Willis, and especially because I love the Die Hard movies. The first three, it's you not know? even. I like four. Four's, four's not, fun, four's but I mean good. the first three Five's are good. Yeah, first three though are just that's classic. You know, even just, like if you look at his uh, his run of stuff, I mean, even like I like Hudson Hawk. Hudson it's Hawk. not a great movie, but he's fun to watch in it. I I know there are some people that love Hudson Hawk. I am not one of them. Yeah, but he was absolutely not sleepwalking through that. Okay, film. Fifth he Element. Fifth he element? got pretty crazy in Fifth Element. Yeah. Like Twelve he, Monkeys. Twelve like, Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys is great. Yeah. yeah, I mean he he really just I'm I grew up with all that stuff on VHS, and so seeing him now sleepwalk through these movies, I just think there's so much potential there, and he can do. I think Demi Moore just broke his heart. Maybe that's what it was. Might be. I don't think so. Nope, neither do I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Bruno, so yeah, he needs to get back on the music back. scene. Yeah. I think he still does some Bruno stuff, doesn't he? Not Bruno, but he I think he goes out and sings. Yeah, he, okay. he loves it. Yeah. And, you know, people so, will tolerate uh, it because he's a star. Because he's yeah. Bruce Willis. Yeah. yeah. It was the closing of Planet Hollywood. That's what it was. He that's probably what yeah, did it. That's exactly. Yeah. He wasted all that money with him and Schwarzenegger and Stallone. I bet Planet you they Hollywood. still. 
did okay. I think they did. Yeah. Are those all done now? Or are oh, yeah, still? those are all gone. Really? No, there's still a couple. Yeah. Left. Oh, in right? LA. There's a few. There's one, in, like, there's one in Orlando at Disney. And oh. They, no, not Chicago. But there's, there's, there are not near as many yeah. as there used to How be. How long did the one here last? I think about four or five years. Yeah, really? that was so fun down in Union oh. Station. I loved it. No, no, no. Wasn't was, that the one? It was down on the other side. It was on the landing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't. Okay. I, yeah, I remember, like, and this tells you everything you need to know about St. Louis. Planet Hollywood had opened. Yeah, it had been open for like a week. Yep, and the tea burned out. We just had a plain Hollywood. <laughs> plain <laughs> Hollywood. Plain, plain, plain Hollywood. Plain Hollywood. That is that is St. Louis in a nutshell. Yeah. We got a Planet Hollywood, and within a week, we made it just a plain, plain old Hollywood. Plain old Hollywood. Yeah, I remember oh, well. when it first opened. And I know they moved that stuff around, but they had the Terminator jacket. They did? Yeah, and I uh, you know I love Terminator. I was that was. You know, I grew up like '92. That came out. Watched that on VHS. And uh, when I had the jacket, I'm like, "That's cool." I have bigger hands than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, you put your hands in the. Yeah. He's short. He is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. He's got tiny hands. Mm. You'll uh, find a lot of those bodybuilders are very short, and I think that's like psychologically why they became bodybuilders. You think so? That it's like you do see a lot of guys in the gym. They're little, but Jack. But ja- <laughs> right. You know, yeah. I mean, they're crazy, like huge, but they're five foot two. That's I mean, right. That's, the, that's one of the things I. Here's your wrestling reference. Those guys. When they build them, they're just like, "Oh yeah, he's six foot three. And then you're like, "I stood next to him. I was like, "I'm six oh, foot." They just put there's no there, way yeah. like lift. You know, like Kevin Nash. They're like, "He's seven foot." I'm like, six ten tops. He just <laughs> put, they put lift in his shoes. Like he gotcha. wears lifts. Uh, so that's a little behind the curtain. I didn't want to ruin Ooh. anybody's illusion. That's uh, <laughs> that's really two references. So you need to tone it back. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Down sorry, there, sorry. So so yeah. So he's talking to these cops, and the cops are just like. Can't help you. Like we'll so you try. Got Dean Norris, and who's great? Another, like that guy. I, I mean, I'm, he's yeah playing a cop. Like that's his thing. Yeah, you know? like he, that's, eating fiber yeah. bars. Like it, that right, was whatever. funny. That was funny when he eats the crappy bar like, and spits yeah. it out. I'm like, okay, he was good. Yeah, yeah, I liked him. Yeah, because uh, he, he still has to get the next job. So he's, right, he's exactly, gonna yeah. do it. He's he needs the, to be good. Yeah, right. He, you know, you know the whole movie. You know the whole movie. Yeah, he's on set thinking, need to goddamn make me. Paul, Paul. Kersey. <laughs> yeah. I can do Death Wish. Yeah. I'll give you a Death give Wish you a movie. Death Wish oh, I haven't had a big, huge hit, but I could, <laughs> I could crush this role. He'd be pretty good. He'd be great. I also think he's better at actually playing like the guy that went from soft to badass. What oh, was he in that. first? What's that? What was he in when he was soft? You just mean that switch? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think even on Breaking Bad, there were times when he was like really oh, just like really not, friendly and yeah, nice. And then, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. I, I get what and you're then, saying. Yeah. Nice. I thought he started out playing like a, in a romantic no, 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 no. show I don't, or something. And I don't mean yeah. even weak. Just He just like, right. there were times when he could play it he as like, turn it on he and, wasn't looking to bu- yeah. kick anybody's ass. Right. He's just a guy. I do like the stories when there's a detective on the scene trying to catch the the anti-hero like i do like that when they're trying to track him down and then they have that judgment call where they where have to did, be like what do we do do you i know you're breaking the law but, but i'm kind of i do like, I like that the, the conversation at the end between the two of them yeah was i liked that well i'm yes. like i'm like he hercule perot it it's the end of yeah. uh i mean I, I mean i won't go into detail but it's it's the end of uh the murder, murder on the orient yeah, express, express where hercule perot he finds out who the murder is i'm not gonna tell you who but like he has to make a judgment call right. do you Con- yeah, uh, you killed the dude, them or but I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So. so he's he's he realizes that it's pretty much hopeless. So he takes it upon himself. Yeah, it's like weeks and weeks and yeah. months. Along, by. Like and we're gonna the get da- this guy. the daughter still, and like he yeah. he goes to talk to the to the cop, and the cop just he looks he turns around and he was like, "What is that?" And he's like, "What is 
you know, the, what are the red cards? He's like, those are solved. And he was like, what are those? And he was like, those are the unsolved. He sees it's just his like, wife's name up there. This giant board yeah. of like white cards. But he also makes a good point. He's like, like a lot of these unsolved ones, they're gang shootings. And, and nobody wants to talk. Nobody's going to talk. They're never going to get shot, solved. And that also gives him an idea yeah. of like, you he's know, like, no we'll, one's looking for these right, guys. Right. right. He's like, but we're going to work on your case because you're white. Because you're, you're, you're a white suburban and guy. And you got yeah. money. So there, like, was, there were a there lot was some of those really questionable things. I'm right there with you. And especially with him doing his vigilante stuff where I'm like, you're a white guy in a hood walking around killing. I'm like, I don't. This I'm not gonna lie. Weird. I I saw this movie in a hoodie. In a hoodie, and I'm walking out, <laughs> right? And I'm like walking past some black people, and I'm like, I'm not. I'm, I'm, it's not I'm me. okay. It's not I'm me. one of the good ones. <laughs> I just thought, what a weird time to have this. Just, just this. Also, hooded. the like the gun debate. Like, she didn't wear a white hoodie, right? That's true. That's we. <laughs> Eli Roth originally was like, uh, uh, yeah, that's off. maybe a bit on the nose. <laughs> it's like just, I'm the bear Jew. Like you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it just felt very weird, especially like when he goes to talk to the ice cream man and he's just shooting people up. I'm like, this just feels really. Did you ever see that story odd. about him in in Glorious Bastards? So no. like when they cast him as the bear Jew, right? He was small. Like he was not small, but he was. He wasn't jacked. He then? wasn't jacked. He got jacked on purpose, just for that. Just for that. And Tarantino was pissed. Why? He's like, that's not why. I, like I cast you because you were small, and it was going to be this. Like, you're going to walk out, and you're going to you know be the small little. Oh, dude. he wanted it to be, he to be a, like, like a like kind of an oxymoron. Yeah, but he got jacked for that role, and he was just like, man. Oh, I always right. thought it was cool with him swinging that baseball. Oh bat yeah, it was he's great. Like, but like he wanted the idea of like this scrawny yeah. little Jew. That, He's like he's Peter, every he's a big guy named Tiny. He's every stereotype you yes. have of a Jew, but right. he's still gonna kick your he's ass. He's still gonna bl- bludgeon your face right. with his baseball huh. bat. But instead, he walks out and he looks like you know a bodybuilder. But I'm I like, also I, think that's a good head fake I because there is the stereotype of like the little nerdy Jewish guy, right? Who and they had like, in the and movie, he's not that. It's kind of like when they talk in uh, what is it, Forty Year Old Virgin? Yeah, where Seth Rogen's like, like, oh man, like <laughs> Munich. That was great. It was finally a movie where we're we're like fellow Jews were killing people. That's right. That's like right. Fellow Jews for Seth Rogen. I'm not, not Jewish, us, but yes. but you know, like he's you know, he was like, oh my god, like we should all thank. <laughs> all I can think is like you have a framed Asia poster. Yeah. How hard did the guy at the framing store laugh at me when you brought that in? Uh. So yeah. So he now he he goes to the gun store, and he realizes everything's on camera, so he can't. He's like, yeah, all right, I'll I'll think about it. I I I think. I like the commentary on the gun store. I think the commercial was very funny. And I think having hot girls influencing guys to buy rifles and stuff. Like, I really like that they did that because yeah. it feels like that's so something that gun stores would do. It feels like it's from Jackie Brown when, yeah, when he's showing exactly. them the, the, the videos. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's just like, yeah, busty. These busty girls been like, hey, how's it going? This is great. Like getting them <laughs> to buy more. And yeah. everything is shaking. Yeah. yeah. So he starts to get back to work. Well, the, the, so the girl, Bethany, at the gun store, I believe or was her name, she said that, uh, and you can get a lot, uh, you can get a safe and put all your bullets in there, and they can trace everything. Like, it's, right. all, everything it's is, all traceable. So he's like, oh, I'm leaving. Yeah. He was buying a gun to do some vigilante do, justice. To do yeah. some damage. And so he's like, nope, never mind. And then, luckily... <laughs> So he, this was the weird. Luckily, I mean, at the hospital yeah, the next yeah. day. So he goes back to the hot. He's working, and all of a sudden, here comes MJ. Like MJ's on the table. Uh, MJ is dead, and a gun falls out of MJ's. Pocket. Was that MJ? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I didn't realize. I saw the gun fall out of this guy's side or whatever, and I think then I had I left to go to the restroom, and I didn't realize that yeah, was, it was him. the same kid. So, yeah. Okay. He kicks the gun under the table. 
because you know nobody like no cleaned, one's gonna notice, gonna notice this, a gun uh, falling and hitting the ground, a Glock hitting the and ground, then him and picking then, it up. Yeah. Well, yeah. not even that, just like kicking it under the operating table yeah. and be like, "I'll come back." That's to a that very. Later. I mean, even if you're in the middle of surgery and there's, but if there's like six people around, I can't imagine no, no one sees that. No. So then, so he takes the gun. And he also goes back and takes the kid's phone, which apparently they just leave your property on you while you're dead on an operating table. Uh, mm-hmm. And you're he, not gonna need it. That's yeah. So now he's starting to put everything together. He goes and talks to the guy who was like the fence, I guess. Is that who he was? Yeah. He, he was yeah. the fence. Which I like. Like This is a cool... I don't know why I liked this scene as much as I did, but like I liked the idea that he had this j- massive bar in the back of like his... his. Are we here already? That geez, that seems awfully far into the we're movie. We're not a lot pod. of plot. Yeah, there's... The okay. yeah. No, I just... I feel like something else... Well, I, okay, so basically just Bruce Willis starts... He takes this gun that falls and he starts training with it. He gets better. He watches videos. And then he goes and... I mean, we, the thing that sets up the whole movie is him killing the first guy so yeah we skipped yeah, over yeah. that so so he goes out one night and he wants to like kind of patrol the streets and he sees someone getting uh mugged at a car and the guy they beat him up and throw him out of the car and the woman's in there and they're kind of roughing her up and they get into the car and he's like hey stop and they start shooting at him right and he gets into a shootout and this girl films it from the window of a nearby store and uh he ends up shooting the guy in the head shoots both the guys well, he shoots the guy in the in the pat in the driver's seat in the, the head guy gets out or in the neck yeah the guy gets out of the car shoots and then he stands over him and just the little gun, yeah. And yeah. so they call him the, the Grim Reaper, the Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper. Yeah. And so he goes viral online, and he likes the way it makes him feel. He goes to a psychiatrist. It's like I'm sleeping better, right? And so he starts doing this vigilante justice thing. He goes and takes out the ice cream man, who's a drug dealer in a neighborhood. Right. There's a kid that he meets. He, the a kid, ER got, a kid is, got shot in the leg yeah. or something, and, and he being just says, threatened, you don't. You have to work for him. But geez, he Otherwise. walks up to those guys. Yeah, because you have to work for him, said the six-year-old. Right. Yeah, drug right. dealers really need yeah. six-year-olds. Like, I'm yeah, not saying so, they're above it, but have like... Have seen The Wire? What purpose would a six-year-old... Because a cop won't stop a six-year-old. I guess. But I just thought... So he walks into that neighborhood. He looks suspicious, I would think. And then they're holding guns, and I'm like, he just goes, and he's able to, like, shoot them with no one pulling a weapon on him i just thought that was very that unrealistic was like, situation it, it, he would have died yeah yeah he, he's walking the neighborhood with the three guys that look pretty tough and one definitely has a gun out and it's right. like you know he, he pulls out like the gold plated yeah. desert eagle are you the ice cream man yeah he's yeah. asking blah, 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 yeah and, and i mean chest. i kind of like the for it, again i wish the movie was crazier but i kind of like that he's like are you a customer and he's like uh, something like yeah, your, your last your customer. Last, your last, your last, I like the, uh, but technically he did not buy drugs, so he's not a customer. Yeah, he's not a customer. Yeah, so like that, it's, it's, it's not the it's the yeah. last Boy Scout where he's like, so if I hit him with a surfboard, I say right. surfs up. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Except so, not ironic or humorous. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, so true. he's so he's doing this vigilante thing. He a lot of people are debating. There's sway on Sirius XM. There's a radio. Yeah, they host. did. They got man cow. That's which, like, I don't know. Is, I didn't realize he was even still a thing. Oh, he's yeah. still. I he's. I was in Chicago this week, and there's huge billboards up with the dude's face. So they're debating the big debate is is the grim reaper a good thing so he's killing criminals and he's cleaning up the streets which these radio guys have been talking about i wish someone would clean the streets up but he's not uh he's not a deputized you know officer of the law he's not a he's a, a vigilante and so they're like so do we want people just going out killing people that they think deserve to die like like so is this the right kind of justice and so there's this debate going on during the right. whole thing so anyway he's out doing that whole thing and he's while his daughter's getting better and she's not getting better she hasn't moved yet like she's she's okay. stable yeah. but like she doesn't get better until uh yeah. i feel like he so she wakes yeah. up yeah she wakes up then, after the it, fencing thing she wakes up and then he's just like i'm done yeah. wait he's a fencer too no yeah. he, like she wakes up he wakes up after the club 
Okay, yeah. That's when it. Then yeah. she's like, "I'm out. Like I'm done." So anyway, so I just wanted to set up. So that's that's pretty much how he gets started with this vigilante thing. But uh, the way that Dean Norris starts catching on is that they they watch this viral video and he notices the guy shoots like he's inexperienced, right? And he also cuts his it's hand. Not bad detective work. Like no, usually these detectives are morons. No, I, I see. I like. I know you do. I love yeah. the detective stories, right? And so I like it when they find evidence. And he sees that basically the slide kicked back because he didn't know how to hold the gun and right. it cut his hand really bad. So they're looking for a guy with a cut on the hand and that shoots left-handed right and so he's not a suspect at this point but they're out trying to you know figure it out yeah exactly yeah. and he's and every time they come talk to him like he's hiding his hand or he's yeah. doing whatever so he first he goes to the fence yeah and uh the guy's just because like, he on the phone of mj it says i've got these watches for right. you or whatever and so he goes and tracks down that guy so he sits back and he was like look i'm looking for this specific kind of thing and the and this guy. guy knows he's the doctor because right. he texts his other buddy that was he there. He texts the, the buddy job. that was there. It's the doctor from that thing. Right. You know, get over here. So they, he ends up killing. He blows the guy's brains out. Yeah. He, the fence his brains out. No, the bad, the ba- other bad guy accidentally that's, blows that's the right, guy's brains right. out. And uh, that, I was during like that kill. I'm like, oh, I mean, there were some. I mean, because it's see, Eli Roth. That's what the movie needed to be. See, yeah. what he should have done is like got an extension cord. And shocked him and been like, you're an electric fence now. <laughs> See? <laughs> yep. I mean, I would have been like, I mean, you're not yeah. wrong. If yeah, he was yeah, having more <laughs> fun and this movie was crazy, I think, uh, yeah, it would have been a to lot be like better. The Last Boy Scout. Like, yeah. that's what this movie should have been like. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know that because that's a different kind of crazy. But like, I think like yeah. the Shane, like a Shane Black type of like, you know, just manic kind of crazy, but like still really well done. But that kind of or like, even, like even just let Joe Carnahan do the Joe Carnahan thing. True. Like that's the thing is like he yeah. that dude makes crazy movies. Yeah. I think ultimately the problem with the movie is it never it never took a stand like Death Wish was right. like vigilantes are awesome yep. and we need more of them now. No, they're not. No, we don't. Right. But from a film standpoint, let's do it. It's a lot more enjoyable. Right. What's like, the difference this... between you and me? I'm not wearing hockey pads. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can think of during this movie because there are copycats of the yeah whatever. What is the difference? But like, so I mean, this movie really kind of tries to have it both ways. It does, and and I think that's it. Ultimately, its biggest. It flaw. also it doesn't need to be a political movie. I don't think you can have this and have it. Well, not yeah, especially be a I mean, you can throw a little I mean, bit in it, but there's no like. I, I think that drags it down. I, I wonder how much though, of that. Man. I agree. I, I wonder yeah. how much of those radio segments where they're debating were put in after that first trailer. Oh, maybe. maybe they were in the first trailer. I don't remember. I just remember that first trailer pe- came out. People were like, what the Because they pushed it, right? They pushed this they back. They did. Because they did. it was going to come out right before Yeah, Las and I Vegas? still can't, can't believe I that a movie. I mean, it's not that much better now with stuff going on. I'm like, I just can't believe this. This movie just felt very weird yeah just it did I it agree. just felt strange watching it so you know he, and he kills the fence he kills the the one guy yeah. that was there he gets more names uh this is uh, this is actually this is not a bad this oh, other no, guy no. has him dead to rights but then he like a bowling ball knocks him off the top shelf <laughs> and so hits him on the that head. was the most cartoon thing i expected and then like he, little tweety birds yeah flying and then he, i know I was like <laughs> is rube goldberg a vigilante <laughs> now <laughs> So he gets the information from that guy. Yeah. Uh, then then he goes... It's the fat mechanic. Yeah, so now he goes to the mechanic, and he's... Who does not have a burnt face. But he's got a big gash on he his face. He does have a scar. Uh, so he injects him with... Propothol. So propothol is the stuff that killed Michael Jackson that he was doing every night. Oh, is that right? And so I'm like... Oh, I guess maybe it's a painkiller. Was it some like was it supposed to be some sort of truth? I serum? thought it was a truth. Serum. Well, no, that's what I would have thought. But I'm like, that's propothol, and that's the stuff that Michael Jackson died from. Huh. And, and you know, he would he couldn't sleep. He was so addicted to it, he couldn't sleep without it. Right. Okay. And so it it obviously is like a, a I think it was a numbing agent because he's like, you're gonna you're gonna 
Like I'm going to do all this, and you're going to be awake to watch. It was it from like he, the waist down. Yeah. So because like he cut, he cut out like a hole in his leg, and he like reached in and started messing with like. Well, that the was the nerve the thing, nerve. and then, yeah, that I thought that was a pretty gnarly. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Pouring the brake fluid on the side. I'm like, okay, that's pretty. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. That was kind of neat. Now, so I like the way that they used him being a doctor. At least they like he used his knowledge to do yeah, some one, of his the, kills. He's just hitting him with like you know yeah. tinker toys. But like, then in the end, he gives him the info he wants for the last guy, and then the the mechanic's like, "You're not gonna kill me," and he's like, "No, Jack will." So that was one. That's your last <laughs> no, Boy Scout. No. I mean, that's. But so he pulls no, the chain, no, and no, the Jack no. falls. I mean, it is the last Boy Scout, but, but the last Boy Scouts were way funnier. But weren't there? I mean, in in the first Death Wish, were there things like that? I don't think so. No. I, I think don't the think Death so. Wish was just there owning the fact just that it goofy, was a, the like, first one was a pretty serious. Yeah, it was okay. not like, goofy. Okay. They got goofy. They not get goofy, goofy necessarily. I just meant like. Things like the the action tropes of just like those. because there were no action tropes yet. True, you know, That's like seventy four. Yeah. What yeah. Dirty Harry was. I mean, they really seventy five. They only had just that. They had just started doing car chases five years right. previous. Right, like, right, right. Like the the i the kind of what we would think of as a modern car chase. I think yeah. most people would say the first one was Bullet. I would agree, and that was sixty nine. And then mm-hmm. French Connection. And French I Connection, so. I think, was seventy two. Yeah. Um. And so, like, so I mean, even car chases were. Or pretty new. new, yeah. Like, like really true. Well, like, like camera, like yeah, stuntman driving through the streets of San Francisco, right. hitting those bumps. Like that was all, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like the the tropes weren't. Gotcha. These movies invented the tropes. Okay, like that's what it is. Yeah. But but see, like if this movie if it had a better star, like if it wasn't Bruce Willis just being like, no, Jack will kill you. Like if it was someone actually acting and it had more of those lines, that would go with the craziness. Like oh, that yeah. I expect, right? Like. Those lines would be fine if it was self And if they were better than Jack will. Right. Yeah, exactly. But right. like, I kind of... So it's like we want those kind of lines, better ones maybe, but we want those kind of things, but we also don't want this guy sleepwalking through the movie delivering That's, those kind of lines. That was the biggest lines. problem. Like, and, that is yeah. honestly... Because yeah. think of diehard Bruce Willis delivering. He's a smartass in that movie. Dude, when he, comes, when he comes ass. around that corner... And he's talking to Hans Gruber on the, on yeah. the walkie-talkie. Yeah, think about the way he talks to Hans. Oh, my God. Like, oh, it's like, so good. Yeah, he's... When he come when he's walking through that lair, like they're coming up after yeah. they've killed Nakatomi, or no, after they've killed the <laughs> they guy. killed the building. They yeah. killed well, they do kill that building. But, well, uh, touche. <laughs> no, no helicopter did. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but like when he's like always been kind of partial to Roy Rogers, and he like the Yippie Kaye yeah. line. Like it's just he's so cocky, and he's like he doesn't even God, care. I can't even imagine how lame that line would be if he tried to deliver it today. For the first time, knowing oh, nothing. Oh, oh. Like, you know what I mean? Like It's lame when he does it in five. Yeah. Like, oh, just, that whole did, movie. I was, like, <laughs> I wasn't even supposed to be here today, you know? It's like, <laughs> I was on vacation. Yeah, like, no, you, you traveled to <laughs> Russia to, to help your son escape from some right. criminals or but something. But I think he does it, he delivers it in four, and it works. Yeah. Because he's like, what do you want it to say on your tombstone? Yeah. Four is fun. Yeah. Four is a fun movie. Four, he's, he's locked in in four. Yeah, it's a fun movie. But I mean, one, two, well, one and three are excellent. Two's not bad. Two's, two's okay. I just mean, I love. <laughs> in the in the one through five, like, yeah. it's not the worst. I love the Simon stuff. I uh, I mean, uh, Samuel Jackson is so good. Bruce Willis is so good. No, Jeremy was, Irons is so good. He was saying Jesus. Yeah, I, th- that whole movie is so fantastic. Like, I yeah, three is so good. Oh, it's yeah. Absolutely. But anyway, so back so, to this yeah, movie. So, so, so they tracked down the last guy, and his ingenious plan is to have him meet at a club because it's in public, know that he would go into the bathroom, 
ring his phone and yeah. start shooting Open at fire. the stall in the right. middle of everybody yeah. and then plan on him to do that so he can then go and shoot him from behind when he's like busy in the stall. Like right. what a cockamamie plan <laughs> to try to execute. Like that, that the, made no sense. No. So at this so he shoots the guy in the in the, in the ribs. Yeah. Uh and now the cops are kind of starting to zero in on Bruce Willis's yeah. on Vincent D'Onofrio. They think this guy is a uh, just a innocent bystander that got shot. They're like, right. we got one of the guys that he shot, and you go to the hospital. It's the bad guy. He's the, like, I can tell you who he is. Yeah. So this is so D'Onofrio kind of goes in the basement, and we realize Bruce Willis has been living in the basement. Like yeah. his basement is trash. He's been sleeping on the couch. The the bullets are just everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so D'Onofrio is just like, and I like the fact that D'Onofrio doesn't like dog him. And he was just like, we got to clean this up. Like, yeah. if the cops are going to show up here. Yeah. And if they come down here and see this, you're effed. Like, we got to clean yeah. this mess up I, now. I really like what they did with his character because at first, I mean, he's he's you'd think he's the deadbeat that's always borrowing money and will never pay him back. And he goes through this turn he shows where, up, like, yeah. yeah, Bruce will. He's like, you want to go to lunch? So like, is there a backstory? Because, like, at the beginning when he's talking about no, money. No, they never. But wasn't there explain. a line where he says something like, I'm a criminal? Like, he's like, I, he's no, like, no, I'm, no, I'm pa- not a criminal. I just, they put me in jail. Or something. He's like. Right. Well, he, he has right, a pass. It's hard for him to get a job. Yeah, like he a, like a he has pass. to borrow money because he had some sort of yeah, he can't get a job. And he right. can't get a job. Yeah, like right. he's got some sort of issue. I think it was probably one of these things that was a minor thing, but it's on his record. I don't think he's like yeah. a gangbanger. But right? it never circled back no, around. No, no. Oh I, no, I didn't think he. But I just found it interesting that he never they never circled back around no, to don't. what yeah. his like. That seemed like it would play a role. Right. But you do. No. Th- but the thing is, though, that you do think he's going to be that trope of the deadbeat brother always borrowing money. I'll pay yeah. you back, and he never does. But I like that scene where he invites him to lunch, and now Bruce Willis has become this crazy vigilante, and he's kind of an ass to this guy. And he's like, "What do you need?" But Let's he get was, to the ne- point. but like, he was never an ass to him. But you're, like in this scene, he is. Like, yeah, up that's until what I'm this point, right, was, right, right, right. But, right, but he's you. like, he's like, "What do you need? You need money?" And you know, I'm busy. I got. He was like, "Nah, man. Like, he's I just like, want to no, go to lunch with you and celebrate that I can pay you back." And he gives him the money, and he feels bad, and he's like, "Come on back here." And he's like, "Nope, good. I'm good. Whatever." And so I like that they turn that character around because I thought it was going to be like, "Oh god, yeah. the predictable bum guy." And then I also thought before the mechanic gave up the third guy, I'm like, "Oh god, the please brother. tell me to get out of debt." The brother did not set this up and kill his like. <laughs> right. I really because he's his real brother, not, yeah, yeah. not like the wife's brother. Right. So I'm like, "Please tell me he wasn't trying to get out of something and set it up. No one was supposed to get hurt." I know. And now I, he murdered there was the a family. Moment. I was afraid before, it was going that direction yeah, too. Yeah. But then when he was like, it was clear he did know what was going on but until then i'm like please do not do right that. so the cops are kind of on hit on bruce willis's yeah. trail now his daughter has woken up and then so they go to see the daughter and d'onofrio is just kind of like look man like she's awake she needs you like you yeah. can't keep he's like i'm done she I'm needs out. you not this other yeah, guy i'm finished yeah. so they go they're starting to leave the cops kind of question her, and she's like, "I don't really remember anything." And like, and they're hot on his trail. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're they've got him. Basically. He's like, they think he knows Walter him. White's the bad guy. Like, <laughs> right, he, right. he knows, you know. So they get home. They get in the elevator. They get in the elevator, which is like, this is a good scene. Wait, oh, again, like, it's creepy. It's man. tough to tell if Bruce Willis knew who that guy was. Yeah, the way they played it was not like, right. This guy but, knew who he was. He yeah. knew who she was. 
but Bruce Willis plays it. The just- fact that Bruce Willis was in the elevator with his daughter who had just been brutally attacked and almost killed, and he's bringing her home, and there's a guy next to him talking about getting shot and stuff. You don't throw any concern up. He was right. also he that also not looked play. at him face to face. Yeah, that did not play in the bathroom. Right at all. Yeah. Well, I get that it was dark and chaotic. That I would give a pass. But Bruce Willis looks straight ahead and isn't even like you know trying to scoot her closer. Yeah, to the wall. Right, you know what right. I mean? It just it didn't play right. He's but like, no, creepy guy, go ahead and talk. Yeah, to my it was a tension filled moment of him talking to the daughter. But right. I'm just like, what is Bruce, is Bruce Willis awake? Like, no. why would he not be like? Yeah, buddy. that wasn't even him. We ask ourselves a lot <laughs> yeah. in these movies. Yeah. He so, they they CGI'd his awake. Yeah, Bruce Willis yeah. didn't want to show up for this scene, so they just CGI'd yeah. his face. So this movie, I mean, this is basically the end of the movie. Like, ends real quick. So all of a sudden, he just knows that because after he gets out the elevator or something, so he's he goes. Like, to the, oh. He goes to the store. Yeah, and he registers for the guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, they clean up the the basement's cleaned up. They're all there. Bruce Willis magically hears the guy this running is the weird around thing too. outside. I think I saw someone by the window. Like it's really weird because his knowledge made it seem like he knew something, heard something, blah blah blah. Like, but right. you never really see or hear anything, and all of a sudden he's got this like plan. Right, and I'm like, so he turns his daughter into Harry Potter. Yeah, but puts her yeah. the <laughs> But this was also my last hope. I go. Please home alone it. Please home alone it. Booby traps. Booby traps. Booby traps. I don't think he booby. Well, he did kind but of. But I. But I was yeah, hoping. Right I'm on. like, please a make this. A little bit. But, <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's uh, not like you're next. Yeah. But he goes where? in the bathroom. And there's a shower running. You know. Yeah. Like with the clown. He's, in the shower. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm right. Right. Kind right. of thinking. Like, he's got his. He's got his talk boy. I was like, like right there. I was like, paint cans, please. Come down. <laughs> but that would have made it crazy. And, and no, and, I think this works. Know. So like the guy shoots up a bed. Yeah. And I was just like, why doesn't? Why does nobody have silencers? Like that's the other thing is like he's in they're in a neighborhood the guy has neighbors yeah. they're gonna call but silencers the cops. aren't really real either yeah they are no they don't have you ever seen the but actual, they don't really silence they don't. as much I mean, as, okay I mean movie wise right movie silencers right. would have made more sense but this movie's ultra realistic Joe so sure they know oh, the science that's, that's true that's fair that's yeah, fair like the, sh- the shotgun but the thing. pillows under the bed the, I mean right. that's the you got to do so that, they I shoot guess. he kills the one guy he shoots he blows his brains right. out. Then there, another guy comes running up the stairs, and somehow I don't remember. He gets knocked paint down. Cans. Paint cans. Yeah. Uh, and this was a pretty gruesome. Like he falls, and then he walks head on. First. I think he walks yeah. on Legos at the bottom of the stairs. And Ouch. Slips. But yeah, like the dude falls over the railing head first. Ooh, and, like, breaks his neck. They That's another cut Eli. Away. That's yeah. an Eli Roth yeah. thing. It's like he could have just fallen, but no, he falls in his neck. Right, and, and then he's like <laughs> they they pan back, and the dude like is still upside down yeah. like the his whole body is just kind of there yeah uh and then our bruce willis goes into the basement uh our bad our bad guy shoots him in the arm and then you know he's telling the daughter the whole time stay in there stay in there you know and what and, does she do comes out. oh she runs downstairs of course and then just as bruce willis unloads into this guy like yeah so we this see was cool earlier, though because they set we did, this up we did see it earlier in the movie where the guy you know and i these, these a, exist like these are things yeah. you can as buy. soon as i saw this in the youtube video i'm like oh <laughs> this will play a role yeah. yeah but he buys the coffee table that has he, like, like a kick dro- and then the drawer down. comes out and he grabs the machine gun or whatever and just shoots the guy <laughs> blows up the guy yeah. away so then the cop show up and they're just like this is good with dean I norris did, this is good they're both like, like when yeah. when did you buy all these weapons oh he's the like, day my, the daughter, day my came. daughter came home and he's like and, and when did you get that cut that is uh looks healed, healed today today okay oh. great but but i like this where this is where he has to make the judgment call yeah. and he's like well this is all by the books technically and he's like so are, are you done and he was like yeah i'm done he's like good because you're 
you're better at saving lives. Yeah. Let's stick to that. Yeah. yeah. Bruce Willis is like, yes, sir. Yeah. Dean Norris is really good in this. And I, I, I like this, the He's writing. A, a bright joke, spot in this. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, D'Onofrio, the daughter, and Dean Norris. I mean, I Joe Carnahan can write some good stuff. Like, I, I'm telling you, like, that dude is a. You give him a small budget. And you let him, the, he was going to do, I think he did like a sizzle reel for a Daredevil movie set in New York. Oh, he's the one that the did 70s. that before. Okay. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been amazing. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, he, I think he was attached to direct a Daredevil movie at one point. Yeah. Uh, that didn't happen. Gotcha. Either way. But yeah. like he would have been in, like, um, Smoke and Aces is one, of, is one of the best action movies in the last 10, 15 years. I love years. Smoke and Aces. Like, it's, it's fun. So it doesn't good. take itself too seriously. No. It's good. It's got a hell of a twist Yeah, like that I didn't... You if know, you haven't seen that, Ryan Reynolds, so go watch Smoke and Ryan Aces. Ryan Reynolds, uh, Ben Affleck. That's your video recovery right yeah, there. Smoke yeah, Smoke and Aces, absolutely. <laughs> go see that. But yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, so it's funny, the scene that's like in one of the like four promotional stills that comes out with Bruce Willis doing the finger thing, like yeah. Travis Bickle, yeah. you know, like... That's well, Charles cool. Bronson does that at the end. He oh, does. Is he he imi- kind of winks and... Is, yeah. he, is Travis Bickle imitating Charles Bronson or uh, vice versa? No, because I think Taxi, Taxi Driver is pretty three. early 70s, isn't no, it? I think, you think Taxi, Taxi Driver is 72? No, I think Taxi like Driver is like 70s. Six okay. or seventy-seven. So okay. I know it's close. Okay. okay. So anyway, but my point is that like that's the Travis the last... Bickle thing is him going crazy. Oh, Travis Bickle goes like this. You talk taxi, taxi driver was seventy-six. Yeah. Okay. So no, I'm talking about the, he does the finger gun, does he? And he points at his head like he does. Oh. He, he does the like finger gun thing. But anyway, um, because he doesn't, he's out of ammo or whatever, and he just goes like this. And oh, oh. that's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So anyway, but my point is like one of the promotional stills. That's the last scene in the movie. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh, weird, because it's like it's later on. He doesn't have his guns. He's not being a vigilante, but he sees, he sees someone guy, out in the like, street getting mugged. Like a, well, I th- I think the first death wish ends the same way. Okay, like he's kind of right. like he's done. He's but he's he done can't help to feel with the his impulse. mission. And he's kind of, and like it kind of is like he he sees somebody that's causing trouble and he kind of looks at him like like I could get I got, you, I could get you and I then it's kind of like is he really done or is he not and then he says I fired did I fire six shots or yeah. only five this is a I mean this is like it's kind of like Batman like he can't stop because he knows there's people out there being hurt like he has he can't live a normal life and stop because he would feel guilty that there's someone out there getting killed I mean I hear what you're saying I just figure. Batman is like another like Batman's well, not obvious. killing anybody. No, no, no. I, I'm just saying it's that old dilemma of I mean, a lot of the superhero comic characters do the same thing where it's like he's the Punisher. You, I think you, that's if you want to hang up your coat, but it's like I can't. And right? I've always figured, I've always felt like that's why Batman doesn't kill people. Like that's their way of skirting this issue. Oh, sure. Of sure. like, well, he's not killing them. That's there's actually there's a great line. I think it was either in Under the Red Hood or it was in the comic where Jason is back. And he's just like, I'm not saying you got to kill the Riddler or Penguin or Two-Face. He's like, just him. Like, why are you allowing him to live? Yeah. And Batman's just like, if I cross is, that line, like, I'm him. This is it the would debate be, with... It would the, be too easy. This is the debate with the surgeon and the cop in the beginning. Like, right. with like, well, he did this to me. You're going to let him live, you know? And that it's kind of the same debate. Well, and that's kind of what DC did in the in the mid-90s when they, they brought in... They broke... Bruce Wayne's back, and uh-huh. they brought in Azrael, and it was kind John of Paul Valley. It yes. was kind of an, a giant f you to all the people that were like, "Batman needs to kill." They're like, "We're going to give you exactly what you want, and it's awful. <laughs> yeah. Like you won't like oh, it. You want him back now? Yeah. Okay. And then they were like, "Oh no, 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 don't do that." <laughs> and they're like, "Well, this is what you said you've been wanting. This is what you wanted. So, and we gave it to you, and now yeah. you're all whining about it. 
And they were, but at people least they were the smart 90s enough. Wanted Batman to kill people? Yeah. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, like oh. they well, wanted... because like the Punisher was huge, and they were like Wolverine. And... They were like, oh. why doesn't Batman do but that? That's what makes Batman so great. Oh, we're the same. We're not making the other. Yeah, no, totally. I just as a fan, like Batman's my favorite superhero. It always has been, and always will be. Same here. I just not me. I I just that's what makes him so great. Right. I can't believe yeah. being around in the, like in the and, '90s, people were like, "He needs to kill people." And that's what the like, Nightfall oh. storyline was about. Uh-huh. And they put somebody else in the suit, so that's they could. Good. I'm glad. So they, they did. could yeah. precisely, so they could walk it back to the point where even Dick Grayson was like, "I'm done." Well, yeah, yeah, because yeah, Dick Grayson's not down with that because John yeah. Paul Valley goes crazy. And I I looked up on Wikipedia the plot synopsis of the original Death Wish, and it says. Paul arrives in Chicago Union Station, so he moves to Chicago. Interesting, because it starts in because it is know, definitely like it's him to get away from it, yeah. I guess. And he says uh, he's being greeted by a company representative. He notices a group of hoodlums harassing a young woman. Uh, he excuses That's himself right. and helps the woman. The hoodlums make obscene gestures, but Paul makes a finger gun at them right, and right, smiles. Right. And so you're like, oh, oh, now he's gonna do it in Chicago. Like, yeah, like so. Is it? Is he? Has he really stopped? Is he not? And then that's how the movie closes. Yeah. And it's also interesting. Like, Death Wish becomes a fra- sorry, Death Wish. Thank you very much. Becomes a franchise, but there's not. A, you don't get Death Wish two until Death Wish two. Thank you. Until the 80s, right? 1982, 12 years later. Yeah. Oh, weird. that's because Bronson needed yeah a paycheck. Like Wait, I do the math right? No, eight years later. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it. I really, I do recommend. Like, I I love those seventies cop movies. Yeah, like, those are those are amazing. So I cannot. I will recommend Death Wish, the original one, but be prepared. Ooh, like, yeah, just be prepared. I'm I'm gonna warn you now. Like, watch it. It needs a it, it needs a literal and figurative trigger warning. Yes, because it, it's. I'll say that the scene in question is in the beginning of the movie, and then it's it's a different it it goes off on its own. But that yeah, that scene is is yeah, hard to watch. Much like like I said, I've never turned off a movie in my life because I couldn't handle it. But that when I first the first time I watched Last House on the Left, and I was like, that one's pretty. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Come you said back. House on Haunted Hill earlier, and I'm I like, Last House on Vincent the Price. No, 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 House yeah. on so Hill? Last House on yeah. the Left, and uh, I spit on your grave were like two that I've been meaning to see, and I finally saw them. And Last House and, on the Left is technically a remake of an Ingmar Bergman. It film. is, hmm. uh, but it's I don't called think... like the Last. <laughs> yeah. What's it called? It's something spring. I don't know. It's something. The House on the Left. It's something spring, and it t- but and it takes place in like the 1600s. Oh, okay. or something. Yeah. Oh, we but, do have that one Danish listener. If she still listens. Oops. Oh yeah, let us know how to like. What's Sorry that's about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like that in both those movies. I have been. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to come back to yeah. this. I need to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> Just fast forward and do the Benny Hill music. Yeah, <laughs> yakety sax. There you go. That's the song title. So, there you go. I, you know, I I will say that I expect this movie to be completely just downright horrific, and so I was entertained somewhat having seen it. It wasn't like Getaway, right? Like. It was serviceable oh, for wow. having seen it. I I wouldn't watch it again. I'm not saying it was great, but like I also expected this to be complete trash. So yeah. I was like, okay. I mean, for what it was, I was entertained by it. It wasn't completely awful, but it I had... liked it better than Red Sparrow. I'll tell you that. Really interesting. Okay, well, we'll have All to. Right. Yeah. We'll have to so that's what we have up. Okay. Yeah. That's in the on deck circle for you. <laughs> okay. So Ooh, I guess spring reference. training is starting up. I know. Uh, yeah, I'm well done. All 
all a Twitter. <laughs> so uh, I guess uh, that's Speaking it. of Twitter. Yeah. I guess that's it for this episode. Let's go around the table and everybody can say where to find them. You can, this is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett and on ReviewSTL.com. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you want to continue the conversation online, join us, won't you? If you saw Death Wish or just want to rip on it, we'll let you. Yeah, do it. So come on by uh, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. So uh, also don't forget, we're available on iTunes. Go there, rate, review, subscribe. So that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, coming up on the next episode, we will tackle Red Sparrow. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Castle gives Howard Saints money to the tenants. You're probably one of them knee-jerk liberals thinks us gun boys will shoot our guns because it's a, an extension of our penises. I never thought about it that way. But it could be true. Or maybe it is. But this is gun country. Can't even own a handgun in New York City. Out here, I hardly know a man that doesn't own one. And I'll tell you something. Unlike your city... We can walk our streets and through our parks at night and feel safe. Muggers operating out here, they're just playing get the asses blown up. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.